everybody! Welcome to the Parkscope Unprofessional Podcast Hour. My name is Joe. It's uh, it's, an, it's been a kind of a weird, stormy day in Pittsburgh today. Uh, joining me on this episode is Sean. Sean, how are you doing? Yo, good. Yeah, it's been pouring here the past like two or three hours. Yeah, we we got this weird. Uh, we got one of those typical summer thunderstorms where it's super sunny out, and then you hit bands of rain on the highway. So it's like 100 feet of the heavy yeah. rain, and then like 200 feet of no rain, and then 200 feet of rain, and yeah, that was just me coming home, which was Although the sun's out now, so. Oh, there you go. My, uh, I got, I, I had to refill my propane tank for my grill at, uh, at my apartment, and I threw that in the back of my trunk with a bunch of other stuff, and it turns out, um, do you know what don't, do you know what doesn't like uh, propane tanks rolling around in the back of your trunk? Uh, shampoo bottles. No. So, <laughs> so my trunk smells like a uh, dove for men, to say the least. I mean, there's worse things. <laughs> there's many worse things I have. Many worse things I have. But yes, uh, this episode, we're going to be doing a bunch of trip reports and other reports of that nature. So everyone strap in. We're eschewing the news. Eschewing? Eschewing? How do you pronounce that? Eschewing? Eschew? Yeah, no. yeah, I think. Eschewing? I don't know. Yeah. E-S-C-H-E-W, eschewing, eschewing, whatever. Shoeing the news, and we are just doing trip reports. So we'll start off real quick with me. I went to Kennywood last weekend. Um, my first trip to Kennywood this year, we had, uh, I had a good time there. This was also the beginning of the Bites and Pints Festival. Uh, you can see my initial impressions on the uh, In The Loop YouTube channel, where I cut together like a little, quick little 14-minute video walking around the event, giving my impressions. Um, but Kennywood this year, uh, the, the big things are they removed uh, four rides, one kid's ride, one kid's ride. They removed the Bayron Curve. They removed, Yeah, Big Boo. They removed the Paratrooper, and they removed the Kangaroo. Boo! <laughs> All the boos. Yeah, that, it's, it, it's very weird. Uh, so one of the things I did as an editorialization in the video – was I showed them, like, saying, Kennywood's a historical park. We thank all of our guests who've made us this great park. And then just, like, panned over to the removed kangaroo, which is just a empty station. Um, they, like, so the paratrooper, they actually, um, uh, they, they did some nice landscaping where the paratrooper used to be. Uh, Byron Curve, they put a fence up and, like, put some food in front of it. The kangaroo is just, like, the queue's there, the pavement's there. The, um, the, like, the little operator booth is still there. It's just, they did nothing to it. It was so weird. <laughs> so I'm just like, what the hell, guys? What the hell? There's, there's, I mean, again, I know the owners of Kennywood do not have the greatest reputation in the world, but, like, there's no chance that, like, it'll come back, right? I have no clue. I think it's, I think it's more likely that uh, Baron Curve goes somewhere else, reportedly, than the Kangaroo. Um, kangaroo just feels like it's kind of like a lost, I don't know. It, it feels like it's just from another generation and they just don't have the parts or energy or time yeah, or I focus mean, for it. How I, I, I get like, I, I see something like the kangaroo and I'm like, how hard would it be to just throw an engineering team there for a weekend? And like, like it, it like you said, it's old. It can't like, it's gotta be easy to come up with replacement parts for it. I mean, if you send them old stuff and do some reverse engineering, it shouldn't be, 
you know, that yeah. hard. But, like, at what point is that just a, yeah, we have so I, much on yeah. our plate and we don't want to do it? Or, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they were set, they were tasked with finding cost savings any way they could, and this is how they did it. I yeah. I don't I don't have an answer to that. Um, at least the turtle's still there. Turtle's still there. Unlike a Conneaut Lake, the turtle is still there. Um, so... Yeah, the turtles there. Uh, so when I was there, they also had the uh, Noah's Ark was closed, but that actually reopened the day afterwards. So here I am, okay, editing the video, <laughs> uploaded it, sent it to Pat <laughs> and Hyde, and all of a sudden it's like, and then Kenny Woods on their uh, Twitter, and they're like, Noah's Ark's open again, and I'm like, oh great, you know, like <laughs> thanks guys. Um, so that's open. Uh, 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 what was it? Not Skyrush. The uh, Skyrocket. Is it Skyrocket? Yeah, Skyrocket. Yeah, Skyrocket was open. Uh, Steel Curtain was open, although it was running one train. And, oh. uh, and it was going very, 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 very slow. Uh, they had the I half- mean, that, that lift is so slow. Yeah. And, and also the problem is, like, the, ha- the queue is half full, and they're already saying, like, oh, it's an hour wait. Yeah. So it's just like, ooh, ooh. Uh, they closed the lines pretty early. They closed the line for Steel Curtain about 45 minutes before park close, at least, when I went up there. Um, but otherwise, the park was pretty... It's going to be a theme even. Yeah, for this it, show. It is going to be a theme this show. <laughs> um, it's it's actually... Uh, the park was kind of... Um, it was a mild busy, especially... It was really busy around the food stuff. It seemed to be dra- uh, getting a lot of people. Um, but uh, Phantom's Revenge was... Pretty much a walk-on, mm. which is awesome. And uh, everything looked great, and I had a great time. Uh, then, uh, so the big thing I went there for was the Bites and Pints Festival, which is, I think, Kennywood's, like, first attempt at a proper food festival. They've done, like, some, like pierogi fest and some other, like, smaller stuff. But this is running the whole month of June. I would not be surprised if it gets extended because it's very popular so far. And it is an international food festival with food and alcohol. Beer jail was closed. And it just it, it runs through the whole park. And, um, and by the whole park, I mean around the lagoon by Steel Curtain. And then they have one uh, pavilion out by the, uh, the ice cream pagoda. <laughs> um, so they have various countries. They have Japan, Italy, uh, France, China, the Caribbean uh, Germany, those kinds of uh, places uh, as for pavilion options. Each of the locations has about like three to four food options. Um, they all range in price from like three dollars and twenty cents to seven dollars. So it, it's it's pretty affordable for what you get, and and each also has a, an alcohol option. Uh, so you can uh, buy everything a la carte, uh, which is nice. Uh, unlike, um, I don't think the Cedar Fair one allows you to do a la carte, does it, Sean? It didn't seem like it, but we also were like, oh, we'll come back to that later. And then we just didn't have the time yeah. to really like even explore it. But it it seemed like, yeah, I mean, we can talk about it with Cedar Point, but it seemed like you had to buy like tickets and then the tickets went to the booths. Yeah. Um, so he, so here you do a la carte or you could buy a tasting lanyard, which was literally just a laminated lanyard that they would take a hole punch to. Uh, which is something else. Nice. Um, but so uh, you, there were three options for these tasting lanyards. Uh, you could get a eight tasting options for like I forget the exact price, but it came out to around it, it was like forty two dollars or something like that. Little you know, 
around $5. So if you order anything $5 or more, you're getting your money, the money's worth, basically. Um, there's a 12 option that was that basically uh, was like $48, $49. So if you got anything $4 or more, you're getting your money's worth. And then there is a AP option, the same price as the 12, but you got 15 options. So that brought down the price to like $3.20 per item. So you could go and go get that $7 item for $3.20. So if you're going nice. to use all of them, it's a pretty good deal. So I went and I tried several of the options. I went to Japan. I went to Germany. I went to Italy. And that's all the food I got. But I also got drinks at some of the other ones. And I thought everything was very delicious. I thought everything was fresh. I thought everything was warm, which is something I cannot say about Disney's offerings uh, when I went to food to, to Flower and Garden. Um, I liked the drinks. They had a, a pretty solid selection of wine and beer and ciders and all sorts of different kinds of things. Uh, and I, I really had a good time. I thought the, some of the lines really picked up the um, – there's a dog barking next door. Do you hear that? No. Okay, good. <laughs> it's like going insane. I swear to God, my my neighbors like disappear for months at a time and then come back and their dog just barks constantly. Um, anyways, um, so when it like so uh, in, in Japan, I, I lost my train of thought. But like in Japan, they had um, um, actually, I want to make sure I get this right. So let me pull up the food menu. <laughs> but yeah, so um, Japan, I got a beer there and some food. Um, the everyone stays for the riveting reading the menu online option. Uh, see menu. Here we go. So Japan, I got the uh, yakitori, which is uh, grilled beef skewers and soy with the Dijon glaze and toasted sesame seeds. It was six bucks and you got like two of them. It was pretty good. And I got the uh, Asai super dry, which was pretty good. Italy, I got the uh, whipped fresh ricotta cheese, which was served over uh, grilled flatbread, lemon olive oil, and uh, calabrian chili honey. The uh, chili honey actually made it, you know, kind of stand out a little bit. It was really good. But they also had a porchetta sandwich there that I could have gotten, which was shaved pork belly and loin, provolone, grilled ciabatta bread, rapini, and natural uh, drippings. And that was like eight bucks. So that's totally worth it if you get the sampling card. And, um, the big uh, popular uh, location was the Caribbean. They had shrimp, skew- uh, shrimp skewers, beef empanadas, Jamaican jerk chicken, and also they had frozen hurricanes. Uh, to give you an idea of how popular the, Car- the Caribbean pavilion was, uh, the frozen hurricane I got on my sample card was basically a regular hurricane with like four shards of ice in it. They could barely <laughs> keep up with the demand for the, the frozen hurricane. Um, Germany had pretzel sticks, spatzel, Grilled bratwurst with fried sauerkraut balls, which I'll definitely have to try next time. Germany looked good. Germany looked good. Uh, China has uh, uh, pot stickers, uh, bao buns, uh, scallion pancakes. And France is where all the desserts are. They had uh, croque monsieur, cassoulet, which is not, I would say, dessert, but they also had sweet crepes. Um, they also had a uh, slushy. Which I I can it was a frosé I don't know if it's as popular as the Grand Marnier slushy and Epcot but you get the idea but there's a lot of great stuff there also Mexico is there um, I forgot to, I, I forgot Mexico um, but they had a lot of a uh, lot of good food a lot of good drinks I had a lot of fun 
it was packed. Like the like at sometimes the Caribbean the Caribbean um line was like a good fifteen people deep. And like this is Kennywood. Like that's like yeah, that sounds like doesn't sound that bad at like Disney, but a Kennywood food festival for the Caribbean being like fifteen people deep is pretty crazy. Um so I, I had a lot of fun. I thought it was really good. I thought it was well done. I, I hope they extend it a little bit into July. I think it'd be kind of a good way to for them to make more money. Um, and I think it's going to be something they're going to bring back. They so they made these really nice pagodas for each of these countries, like nice wood, like these nice you know awnings on it. That they could come and bring out and take away. So like it's it's really really nice. So I, I don't see why they wouldn't bring this back. Maybe do like a uh, a fall version of this where it's not um, all these you know summer foods from all around the countries. Maybe it's like more of a uh, a fall festival with um, more. I mean, uh, you, you know, what I mean, kind of more folly foods. Feel like we're in the point where like every park is just constantly going to be having a festival throughout the entire year. Yeah, we're we're. I mean, we're slowly getting there. like. I mean, Universal has one, or the studios have one every day. Epcot basically all year round now. Um, like we'll talk about Cedar Point. They had their schedule looked every, you know, their entire operating schedule looked like it had some sort of festival. So like, I think that's just what it's going to be from now on, mm-hmm. which is totally cool. Like I'm totally fine with it. I yeah I I'm I'm mixed on it. Um, for it's kind of like the syndrome situation where you know when everyone's super, no one's super. You know, like when every day is a festival, no days are a festival. That's kind of how I view it. And like eventually, you're just going to get festival <sighs> burnout, and people are just going to not do it, and then it's just going to become a thing. I don't know. Um, but also the way I look at it is, if it gets more interesting foods into a park, I am absolutely all for it. Especially if it uh, rotates the food. Right. So, if you're doing the same stuff and it's also being in terms of like Epcot, they're using it as a substitute for actual capital expenditure in the park for so long, then you get a problem. Sure. But yeah. um like I'm I'm I thought Bites and Pints was great. I'd like to see a fall version offered and possibly use it as part of like the Fright Fest Halloween event. I think that'd be really cool. Um but yeah, I, I had a lot of fun at Kennywood. Uh sucks about the removed rides. Sucks about the closing early. Um, they are trying to get that second train up on Steel Curtain, though. So cross fingers on that one soon. Um, but yeah, that was my Steel uh, steel Curtain day. And by Steel Curtain day, I mean Kennywood. So, <laughs> Sean, we did, yeah. a, we did a treat. Uh, a treep. A treep. A treat, A treat. A treep. <laughs> you know, I'm, I have all the pronunciations down so well today. Yeah, you welcome can really to talk. The, welcome to the Enunciation Podcast and Pronunciation Podcast. Um, oh, so, boy, Joe. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, Sean, Enunciation and Pronunciation. We're, uh, we did, a, we did a, a trip. Uh, do you want to kind of talk about some of uh, – kind of lead us through what we did and we can kind of hit up things day by day and give our experiences and thoughts on everything and all the new stuff you did? Yeah, I did a lot of new stuff. Uh, yeah, so Memorial Day weekend, we I drove out to Pittsburgh, picked up Joe, um, and we made our way to Ohio for um, Kings Island and Cedar Point, mostly. Um, the first night, we stopped it in Columbus and went to Hoofhearted Brewery. Well, I guess it was not their brewery. They're like restaurant, right? Yeah, brewery and kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
which was awesome. A lot of good beer, really good mm-hmm. food. Um, the food was incredible. Um, I think it's some, and of, then my we favorite, made... some of my favorite uh, brewery food is there. Oh, I mean, I wouldn't even call it brewery food. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, that duck I had was incredible. And the alligator, like the alligator fried nugget things were probably the best alligator I've ever had. Because I feel like whenever I've had it, it's really greasy and kind of like slimy almost. Or this was like perfectly fried. Mm-hmm. Um, then we made our way to, you know, that, that we ate their uh, dinner. Then we made our way down oh, to. And, and don't forget we had the tic-tac-toe. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jeff t- ordered two of these. But it was tic tac cheesecake bites. Cheesecake bites, and it came on a a board, and you were supposed to play tic tac toe with them. But we were, we we, we just barely eat them. them. Yeah, <laughs> he ordered so much food. I was like two, and he's like, yeah, let's do two. And I'm like, ooh. Um, so just so I have the menu up, so people know what we got, we got the uh, Arancini, which was fried risotto balls, pesto, lucky penny goat cheese, and wild herb uh, aioli, and then the Bayou bites. Which are fried alligator, uh, fennel fern, citrus salad with New Orleans aioli. Yeah, that was incredible. And then you got the uh, duck, which was Maple Leaf Farms, Cajun duck breast, citrus peel hummus, French radish, heirloom pepper, spinach, crispy chickpea, uh, chickpeas, uh, preserved lemon and parsley. And I got the uh, scallops, which were amazing. Uh, they were pan seared with rice pilaf, herb butter, garlic, spinach, lemon, caper parsley sauce, and crispy leeks. Those are really, really good. <laughs> yeah. And then we made our way down to uh, Mason mm-hmm. and Kings Island, which we did on Saturday. A cold, cold Saturday. Cold Saturday. Jeff it was so cold. His, Jeff braved it in his uh, shorts. Yeah, it was insane. <laughs> um, and we, uh, you know, I had never been to Kings Island before. Um, I'd been to Kings Dominion a long time ago. Um, but I did re- like the entrance. I remember like it's, I remembered from King's Minion cause they have the similar like international street and the Eiffel tower. Um, but yeah, otherwise felt all new to me. Uh, we rode mystic timbers first, um, which was, that was my favorite ride there. Mm-hmm. Um, so good. So much airtime, just like that is, you know, one of my, ideas, you know, that layout for me, um, big, big drop of the, at the beginning, then just kind of hugs the ground and flips you out of your seat as much as it possibly can. Um, yeah, it's only about like, like 110 feet tall or so. Yeah. Um, and then afterwards there's no real large. So then there's one large hill as it goes into the out and back, but the rest right. of it just hugs the ground a lot. Like you're, you're not, jumping up and down like you're not doing these big airtime hills it's a lot of drawn out smaller hills yeah um and it, it feel you know the the reason i love a, a layout like that is it just makes you feel like you're going faster than you are mm-hmm. the entire time um and then you get to the end and you go in the shed and i will defend the shed <laughs> hashtag defend the shed i think it's a fun little thing fun little scene it's, um, it's cute. Yeah, they. Pro- I mean, I guess they probably did make too big of a deal of it when they were um, marketing it. But like, those are that's what theme parks do. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think 
we saw two of the scenes, right? We saw the the big snake, the diamondback, and the bat. Mm-hmm. Yes, which are references yeah. to the two rides. Right, right. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's a it's. I mean, it's an awesome coaster, and um, Mystic Timbers great, like a perfect kind of ride for me. Um, and then we did Diamondback right after that. Mm-hmm. Just open. Um, it, it was just which opening is as we got off. Yeah. Which is fun. Um, it's a good um, B&M Hyper. It does all the B&M Hyper things you expect a B&M Hyper to do. Um, Weird trains. I think, huh? Weird trains. Yeah, it has the staggered trains, which I had never seen before. Um, granted, the only Hypers I'd been on before were um, Nitro and Apollo's Chariot. So, mm-hmm. um, But yeah, and I like the little... You know, I, I made this comment when we were in Cedar Point, but every American amusement park has its uh, frontier land. I feel like I feel like it's the one land you're going to find everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I, I liked Kings Island's little one. Uh, did we we try to do a Ryan then after that? Right. Yeah. No, we got a beer Never. after that. All right. We got the blue ice cream beer, uh, which was interesting. I liked it. Mm hmm. I, I think I mean if you like sours, I think you'd like it. If you don't like yeah, sours, I mean, you will not like it. You're, it's a love I would hate say if love you, hate relationship. If you like sours and like fruit fl- f- fruit forward beers, because it is very it was very sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, like they did not hold back that blue blue. Now it's my turn not to be able to talk that blueberry flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, like the bartender said, he did not like it. <laughs> You got you got to like a bartender that's truthful about the product they're selling, you know. Yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah, that was at the we got that at the what the Miami River Brew House. Brew House? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, our our, Which uh, was, our 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 hangout main staple for the whole trip. Yeah, yeah, our haunt for the day. Yeah, we were, we went back there like three or four times that day, um, and so then we sorry, sorry, my wife's talking to somebody. <laughs> We had to bring packages in because it was pouring earlier. Mm. Um, anyway, yeah, Mirror yeah. Brew House, nice, nice place. Good, the food we had was good. Um, good bartenders. Can't ask for much more in a amusement park bar. Huge, huge portions. Um, oh my gosh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> huge. Like we got, I got nachos for for dinner. You know, lack of, it was dinner, I guess, at that time. We're point. on vacation. And it was you know? like, yeah. And they were like 11 bucks. And we, we, like the three of us, granted, the three, we got that, a pretzel, and flatbread. Something else. The flatbread, right. And we could not finish those nachos. They were huge. Por- you know, pulled pork on top, cheese. It was, I was impressed, mm-hmm. especially for 11 bucks. Um, trying to think of what other rides we were. Oh, obviously Orion. Um, my first Giga. Congratulations. Uh, yeah, it was. I liked it. I liked Orion a lot. Um, it's a fun ride. Again, I don't, I, I don't get the I don't get the hate for it. No, I. Well, I, I feel granted. I haven't ridden Fury, but I feel like in the coaster enthusiast world, if something isn't the craziest thing that's ever come before, it's a disappointment. Mm-hmm. Um. And I don't know. I had fun with Orion. It was 
very much a, again it's a b and m um for for better or for worse um i you know i mentioned this a few times on the trip but i'm not like i like b and m but i'm not a huge b and m fan um but orion was a lot of fun uh especially in the back i thought in the back it was it was probably the best mm-hmm. um that first hill is is great that is a great first drop uh and I thought some of the, you know, more tighter turns towards the end of the ride give give a little bit of force that maybe are missing from the earlier parts of the ride. Mm-hmm. Um, those trim brakes on the one airtime hill are a bit disappointing, um, but you know it is what it is. Um, Flight of Fear was interesting. <laughs> you want to talk about the pre-show? Oh, I mean, the pre-show is great. Um, it's that like it's the perfect level of theme of amusement park camp mm-hmm. and you know it's got some light to moderate theming in the queue it's it's a lot of fun and i thought the coaster was granted again i never rode it with the the over the shoulder restraints which i'm sure were terrible but i enjoyed myself on the ride i thought it was a fun ride um i wish it was i think they had like the work lights on which was weird Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't dark in it, which was disappointing, but the the ride was fun. And I like that whole base. Was it like 72 base 72? Uh, yeah. Cause they park open in 72. Yeah. Like I liked that whole area. It was again, it's not, you know, you're not getting quote unquote immersed, but it was a nice level of theme. Um, yeah, they, they took the, uh, standard flight of fear area for anyone who's been to, a park with a flight of fear and they just made, they gave it a uh, slight redo with um, a giant crash meteor and some conspiracy. And my, my favorite part's the conspiracy. Station oh yeah. Wagon out for out, out back. Yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was also, I also have to say I was impressed with both Cedar point and Kings. I, Cedar fairs merch that I mm-hmm. saw was very impressive. I got an Orion shirt and there were like two or three Orion shirts that I was like trying to, choose between um so yeah good job on the merch front especially with their other um the uh the homage stuff oh yeah well yeah that that stuff was great yeah it turns out the uh, king's island also has homage now too really yeah i didn't see any of that i think it wasn't it wasn't it was one of the show uh stores we didn't go into but i saw it on okay uh and uh, someone forget where it was but they posted photos of it and i'm like oh man damn can't believe you missed that yeah um uh racer i thought was pretty fun uh, until the end like you could tell they retract the first three quarters of it and not the last quarter of it because the first three quarters were pretty good and then that last quarter it, it definitely got really pretty rough um but i feel like if they finish retracking it it'll be a pretty pretty solid all around um we did we did boo blasters which was so bad baffling <laughs> It, I mean, it used to be this wonderful little, you know, uh, Haunted Mansion ripoff, and then they made it Scooby-Doo, and then they got rid of the Scooby-Doo, and they just kind of let it rot, which sucks. It is a baffling attraction. Um, like we, we weren't sure if our guns were working for the first, like, minute and a half. Yes. <laughs> Turns out they were. <laughs> just We just had no idea what we were shooting at. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was, that was a... That's a ride that could go, and I would never, never be sad about it. 
Um, oh, Banshee. Banshee was fun. Banshee Although was solid. I, I, I've discovered that B&M inverts are the one ride that does not agree with me much anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's because I can't see, like I don't have as good of a like view around me or what the deal is, but not that I was like, you know, on the verge of getting sick or anything, but like I definitely felt, after getting off Banshee and then Raptor and Cedar Point, like I was like, okay, like I don't think I need to go on this right away. I think I'll take a break. Now, now's the uh, the vacation, the the hot tub and air conditioning part of the trip. <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, but no, like Banshee, there was a lot of cool. I liked a lot of the inversions on that. Um, they were like, I felt like a few of them were novel, especially like the the slow twist at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that a lot. Uh, the the bat, uh, I loved the bat. I mm-hmm. loved that a lot. Um, that Big Bad Wolf was my bat shit insane. Yes, Big Bad Wolf was my first like big kid roller coaster. I like to say, um, you know, my first like non Disney or Universal didn't have roller coasters back then. So yeah, my first non Disney like big steel roller coasters, big bad wolf. So it holds a special place in my heart, but, uh, the bat was really cool. So the bat was really cool. I like that a lot. Um, I wish I would have seen it when it was top gun, but especially how much Jeff talked it up. But, uh, <laughs> that's what Jeff does. I, I like it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, what? Oh, in vertigo. That was a waste. Um, I mean, you needed the credit. I know. Yeah. I couldn't not do it. Oh, the beast. <laughs> yes. Jesus Christ, the beast. Um, well, what sucks is you didn't get to do it at night. I, it, but it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it still would have been as rough. Yeah, but I think it would have been rough, but interesting as opposed to rough and not interesting. But here's the thing. I didn't even think it wasn't. Un- I mean, granted, like there's the, the part where you're just like going straight through the woods. Yes, which, which is I, a little uninteresting. Yeah, which is way better when it's dark out. I'm but sure. At that point, you're just kind of like, okay, I need, I can check my emails, you know? Yeah, but like there are interest. Like I feel like that ride would be, could be, like really good if it wasn't trying to murder you. <laughs> yeah, because it like it, I it, was it was really rough this year for people. Like it's normally not smooth, but this year it was really rough. I was amazed. Like I, I was expecting rough, but I literally like I got a. I, it gave me a bruise. <laughs> Jesus. And I think I think if they like I said in the the cars they have that like divider by your shoulder, and I think just getting rid of that divider would ma- even with how rough it was would make it like fifty percent better because that's where like most of my pain came from is getting jostled into that, like the corner of that divider. Um, but like it, I, I do feel like maybe with some train changes and like maybe some retracking, I feel like it, it is interesting. Like it, it, you do feel the speed of it. Um, the problem is at least the ride we had, the speed felt like it was trying to jackhammer pins into my shoulders. Um, but yeah, like I do, I would like to, I mean, obviously if I went back and it, the park was open at night, I'd ride it at night, um, just to see it. But it was, it was not a fun experience, mm-hmm. which is a shame. 
<laughs> because it's a that is one of those like historical ride. Yeah, it's one of those rides that I had heard about forever, and I knew it was going to be at least a little rough. You know, old old you know Woody's are going to be a little rough, but that was it was much rougher than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Am I missing anything from Kings Island? Uh there's one big one you're missing. I want to know if you're how missing. am I? You are missing how am I? Adventure Express, sir. Oh, of course. <laughs> when you said big, I was thinking literally big. Adventure Express, the most baffling arrow mine train I've ever experienced. It's awesome. Like it's part awesome and part what the hell are you thinking? Because um, it does have like decent theming along it. Um, all the like tunnels have props or music or props and music mm-hmm. um there's like even theming in the outdoor sections and then you get to that final lift hill that just drops you off at the load station and i i don't i don't understand it just yeah i don't the, know if you, the big finale just gives it lets you off there and you're like what the hell just happened yeah, so so I'll ex- I'll explain it for people who might not know what Adventure Express is. It's an old arrow mine train, which is uh, you see them in a lot of like Great Adventure has one, Cedar Point has one. They're uh, is it the same track as Big Thunder? No, not at all. No, okay. Um, but think it looks a little similar. You know, that's the old tubular arrow track mm. and all that. With the kind wood of stuff. supports and right, right. Um, but so you, you know, drop out of the station into like, you know, wooded area and through a tunnel with a, looks like a, you know, part of an old temple with like a skeleton with a spear sticking out of him and, you know, all that other stuff. And, you know, there's other parts where there's music playing or it sounds like the track is about to collapse and they're playing sound effects. And then, you know, it's a decently long ride and a, a fine, fun arrow mine train. And then you get to this lift and you're going up the lift and there's these statues on each side and they're like drumming. And then you get to the top and there's a, you know, lead statue and he's like, what is it? Now you will pay. Right. Yeah, Something like that. Something he's like, like going to pour molten gold on you or something. Right. It looks like he's got like a thing of like uh, molten metal that he's going to pour on you. And then it like, you know, his thing chips forward and you go down very slightly and then into the station. So it's the most baffling <laughs> ending to a ride I've ever seen. Cause it looks like it should be just either a start or like at least go into another coaster portion, but no, you just go right into the station. <laughs> it's so weird. I looked at Je- Joe and Jeff. And I was like, what just happened? It is a very <laughs> weird ride. Not gonna, not gonna, but it's fun. Yeah, it's it's definitely a good ride. I, I enjoy it a lot. It it tries, and I for that I give it credit. Yeah, I mean, there, there's so many rides that feel like it, they don't try at all. So it's nice to see something that yeah. actually like gives a crap. Yeah, like I'll take a oh excuse me, I'll take a hundred Adventure Expresses over one in Vertigo mm-hmm. or Face Off. <laughs> God, that ride. But yes, I think that's it for um for Kings Island, right? Yeah, it's a fun, you know, it, I liked the park. Um, I don't know if I would rush back to Kings Island, um, but I had a good time there. Mm-hmm. I just feel, feel like it's something like, go ahead. feels like a kind of the park where once they have the new thing open. Yeah, they, they yeah, add yeah. A, they add a new major ride. You're like, man, I haven't been there in a while. Yeah, That's, yeah. You know, 
yeah, exactly. It's it's a, a it's a very good park. I mean, I would say, oh, we forgot another one. Uh, what was the other one? Backlot stunt coaster. Oh, oh, geez. Okay, yeah. You go. <laughs> you 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 go ahead. What a what a piece of shit. <laughs> like what an abject failure at everything it does. There is no I, there is no redeeming quality to that that ride. Mm-hmm. Granted. They weren't running the effects when we were on it. We we saw later that they started running the effects at some point. Um, but wow, like just boring coaster, boring nothing coaster with just boring nothing sets. And I mean, I guess the fire effect might be a little cool, but mm-hmm. wow. And then we got stuck on it at the end because it rolled back in front of like we were we were not the train at unload. We were the train behind it. And so the third train rolled back after the launch and it took them like 20 minutes to reset. Um, so you were talking to the nice lady and just being like, Oh yeah. How are you doing? We were talking to her about Dollywood. (laughs) A park that does not have adventure ride. No, but, um, yeah, no, I thought, I thought Kings Island was a lot of fun. Um, like I said, the only rides I thought were, not good were boo blasters which oof, yeah uh, backlot stunt coaster and invertigo but ever like orion was great flight of fear was fun and had a great pre-show mm-hmm. um mystic timbers was that i've ranked i think third on my wooden coaster list maybe second now i think it's second um diamondback is totally solid yeah it's it's a banshee's fun it's a great it's a good park that i would i would go back to the next time they they add something substantial probably in the vortex plot Mm -hmm. i think um uh i I think we're i I mentioned one thing i want to see in the vortex plot is one of those uh new cool uh launched vacomas that they're popping up yeah that'd be cool i think that'd be a really really good addition it would continue or yeah sorry i was yeah go ahead It, it continues uh the King's parks of having all the launch coasters they can fit. Um, Kings, Kings Island less so, but Kings Dominion definitely. Yeah. Um, uh, but you know, it, 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 Vortex was a looping major looping coaster and they lost one of those. So I think adding a major looping coaster that to sit down would be, would, uh, iron out that, you know, iron out that park pretty well. Although that park doesn't have an RMC. Uh, I mean, what are you going to RMC? That's the question. Well, you could put in, like a single rail, I, I guess you could, yeah. Do like a, a, a like Jersey Devil, something the like thing that. Is that Cedar Fair kind of kind of is not very happy with RMC's quality. <laughs> oh really? Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, it, just from everything that happened in 2018. But sure, the idea. Anyway, and then, so, yeah, uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, oh, I had blue ice cream. Yes, that was blue the last thing cream. I was mentioning. You, the last thing yeah. is you had blue ice cream. How was the blue ice cream? It was good. It's a fun little. Fun little treat. Like, is it super special? No, probably not. Like, you could probably get like blue blueberry vanilla ice cream in a lot of places, but uh, it, it is a fun like. At least, <laughs> at least it's not Dole Whip that you can get at Sheets now. I think it tastes better than Dole Whip. Oh, I would prefer it to Dole Whip. I don't I, prefer I, it to Citrus Swirl, but I, I think prefer Dole, it to Dole Whip. Dole Whip is just too much. Um, sweet. It's just too overly sweet. Yeah, so. that's why I like the Citrus Swirl. Mm-hmm. but yeah blue ice cream fun and also like i enjoy that it it's like 
a remnant of a land that doesn't exist anymore that they just kept around. Because for those that don't know, blue ice cream came from there was the Smurfs land or mm-hmm. area in the Paramount Parks back in the day. And that's where it came from in Kings Island. And, it, and like the uh, beer, it has a slight taste of blueberry. Just a yeah. slight just a slight yeah, bit. Yeah, it's not overpowering. It's with, nice. a van- with, a, with a vanilla base. So it's it's really yeah. nice and pleasant. But yeah, so that was our uh, Kings Island day. And we just kind of um, chilled and had a great... Um, oh, boy. Guess what just crashed again, Sean? What? I'll give you one hint. I have no idea. What? The Skyliner again. Oh, jeez. <laughs> How does that keep happening? I don't know. It's a mess. But, um... That's our news update. Skyliner crashed. Um, uh, so, um, yeah, so it, it's, it, I mean, I like Kings Island a lot. It's, I grew up more on Kings Dominion because of where I was in Richmond, Virginia. I was about 40, literally like 42 minutes away from the park. So this was, this one was always the bizarro one. I was right. used to Kings Dominion. Um, but I really enjoyed, um, I really enjoyed Kings Island. I think it's a great little park. Um, once they replace what they did with Vortex, I really think they're gonna, it's a winner, and I'd highly recommend anyone going to it. So, and I recommend anyone. Well, going to I it mean, now. if you're in the area, it's absolutely worth a visit. Mm-hmm. But yes, so what did we do next, Sean? Then besides behind <laughs> besides a uh, uh, hop sheets the sheets. Oh yeah, sheets the sheets because of I drove the Tesla, and sheets are the most reliable source of supercharging. Um, they're great. Uh, <laughs> the the next day we drove up to Cleveland, um, and we stopped for the Indians game, mm-hmm. which turns out two Indians games, um, because their game had gotten canceled on Friday. So the Sunday game Sunday turned into a doubleheader, and we were allowed to stay for both games. Um, I've never which been, is fun. I've never been to a traditional doubleheader like yeah. That. I had never neither did I. Um, but it was cool. We uh, it was a beautiful day. Mm-hmm. Um, we just sat around, watched baseball, drank some beers, and ate some hot dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, can't complain at all about that. I mean, the, the baseball was pretty bad. Um, we saw like just a comedy of errors. Um, but it was fun. You got just your a, first taste of ballpark mustard. I did. It was good. It's good shit. Um, and then afterwards, we went to melt. Melt the the goat the best. <laughs> I have been hearing about Melt from Joe for like as long as I've Year, known Joe. Years, years, at least a decade, probably more. And it did live. It did live up to the hype. I will say that. Um, I got the cowabunga because, of course, I did. Uh, which was pizza rolls with pro provo no parm. Provolone, Provolone and Parmesan. Um, it had cream pepperoni. cheese, pesto, marinara, yeah. and you added pepperoni to it. Yeah, it was really good. And then they sprinkled fresh parm on top. Yeah, um, it was it was really good. And we had melt again the next day at Cedar Point um, because obviously you have to when in Rome. Yeah, and after that we drove to uh, Cedar Point Express Hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, checked in for our one night because they decided to close on monday so we had to check out the next morning which uh, <laughs> i know joe had a bit of a tougher time sleeping but i thought it was a perfectly serviceable yeah um, it, it was fine except they put us near the door um the the, the self-locking door which 
it, it's one of those doors where you have to like you know press in the the bar to get in and out. Well, the self like everyone would press it nice and gently to open it, but the self opening thing would just open it immediately, bit like forward and back as much as it could. So from pretty much we got there until like around midnight, and then from six a.m. until we left, every once in a while you hear just chunk, and then just someone <laughs> come in, <laughs> and it was just yeah, like, like oh my chunk. god, yeah, it was it was pretty bad. But otherwise, I mean, the room is completely serviceable. I like I think the rooms are nice. Um, I think they're a little, mu- a little not great for what you pay, but it's you're you're basically paying for early entry. Is the best way to put yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I, I'm not gonna lie, I'd probably try just stay at Breakers next time. Yeah, I think anyone who complains about the Disney hotels being not what you pay for should go to the Cedar Point hotels because <laughs> I thought my hundred and twenty dollar room at uh, Pop Century was way better than our nearly two hundred dollar room at oh, Breakers sure. Express. So that's that's all I gotta say. Is like if you want to discuss Disney's pricing, go go to Cedar Point and come back to me. I would say Breakers though. Yeah, we should just probably the, do that just for the convenience. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Next morning we woke up, packed up, <laughs> and uh, stopped at McDonald's before getting in line for Cedar Point parking. Um, which we got to the front of Cedar when, when they opened the parking lot, uh, the, <laughs> we, we got free it. parking because we broke the line. We, <laughs> we handed the, the girl working the toll booth, the, our, our cash. And apparently the system just completely shut down and wouldn't open the, the till. So mm-hmm. they just let us in for free. <laughs> so maybe that's a Cedar point hack for everybody. Just break. Just try uh, to give them cash. Yeah, just try to give them cash and break everything. <laughs> um. So yeah, we got there for early entry since we were staying at, at the Express Hotel, which was nice. Um, which mean, meant we got in at nine, right? It was nine. Yeah, we got in. We got there at eight. They opened everything at eight. They opened the um parking at eight thirty, I think. Yeah. And then they let everyone in, in the uh, through security at eight forty five. And then we just yeah. went to the rides. Yep. And we walked right back to, we rode Valraven first because it was the only thing that looked like it was running, um, which was, I, I enjoyed, but I think I like like the Griffin Shikra more compact version of the dive coaster better than I liked Valraven. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I liked the vest restraints. Um, that was nice. But I, I prefer the, the more compact layout of the other or the ones I had written before. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Millennium Force opened, right? That's what we did next? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Millennium Force. Yeah, which uh, that that's kind of like the Beast, although the opposite of the Beast, because Millennium Force is actually awesome. Um, that That's a ride. I feel like Millennium... I was you know so very excited for Millennium Force, because Millennium Force is a ride I've read about, heard about since I was, what... Since 1999, since 2000. Yeah, since I was like 11 or 12. Mm -hmm. um, It was the ride that like made me cognizant of what Cedar Point, you know, was at the time. And it's a ride I've, you know, wanted to ride for 20 years. Mm -hmm. Um, And it, I think it definitely lived up to the hype. I love Millennium Force. Um, I prefer it to Orion. Um, Not again, not that Orion's bad. But out of the gigas that I've ridden, I like Millennium Force a lot more. Um, 
those trains are awesome. <laughs> those, are, those, are, those are some of my favorite trains I've ever been in, I think. Um, There's literally nothing to them. Yeah, it's like it, it like you said, it's like you're a lawn chair strapped on to like a, a mining cart. But like <laughs> a, a mining cart that had half fallen apart. Like it's it it's awesome. A lawn chair uh, strapped to a piece of a of a diamond plate with yeah, wheels on yeah, it. Yeah. It's great. Um and I love how it just like again, it, it flies low to the ground. It makes you it makes you feel the speed. Um which I, I really like that those kinds of rides, and the and the train and the cute or the uh, station music is great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which will definitely be our uh, show music. <laughs> womp, womp, womp. Uh, from there we went over to Maverick, which sadly was the only time we got on Maverick that day. Um, but Maverick again, like I'm going to say this a lot with Cedar Point, but it lived up to the hype. Um, I'm an I'm an Intamin fanboy, probably. Um, I, I really like Intamins, and if it wasn't for El Toro, this would be my favorite Intamin, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, just nonstop intensity. I, I you know it's surprisingly intense. You know you see how it's not very tall, but it's it packs a punch. It's it's a great one. I can't imagine what it was like with that that Heartline roll. I can't admit. Well, they also originally had um, the uh, the hard over the shoulder horse collars before they did the soft okay. constraints too. Right. So that was a real pain in the ass. Oh yeah, yeah. I can't imagine that Heartline roll with those. It's. Oh, I I can't imagine the Heartline. I can't imagine. I barely remember the old restraints, but man, thank God they got rid of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we went over to the goat. We waited. We went over we and did waited. Wait. Yeah. Well, not long. Um, Steel Vengeance is incredible. It is everything everyone says it is and more. Like, bar none, head and shoulders above every roller coaster I've ever ridden before. Yeah. So, it is So insane. before we get in, into the ride, I want to explain something because it was not clear to me how this was done. But they added a free locker system to the queue of Steel Vengeance, similar to uh, Velocicoaster. So here's how it works. There used to be that one part where you would kind of crisscross and you'd go right parallel to the uh, the last uh, bunny hills. And then you'd take this long, winding path into um, the uh, under the structure. And then you'd meet up with the uh, – you'd do the, the, the metal detector and then – there would be two parallel lines that would then go up to load with one being fast lane. Uh, what they did was they put merge fast lane and the standby lane in uh, right where you used to go under the, the track work and where the old and, and then the uh, where the old line um, fast lane line was, they expanded and made two way lockers. So this is a kind of similar two way lockers to, uh, the ones they have at Velocicoaster, except when you do the ones here, it's weird. You put in your birth date and then you pick an icon. And it's like a <laughs> it random, is really weird. It's like a random icon. And you put your stuff in. It's maybe, I want to say, seven, maybe eight, nine inches deep. But the lockers themselves are maybe, cannot be more than five or six inches wide by like five or six inches deep like deep like tall yeah they're real tiny 
real tiny. But then um, you put your stuff in the lockers. There's two lines, the old fast lane and then the current line that you could either get into. And one goes to the front of the line and one goes to the back. And then when you're done, there's the, the old fast lane line returns you to the uh, to the lockers. It's, it's kind of weird, but yeah, I, I think they did the best they could with it. But hey, you know, they added lockers. So you can have your cell phone down, uh, out now. I mean, I thought it worked fine. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that's that's how the setup was, and I've never seen anyone kind of explain it or try to uh, draw it out, so that's kind of how that works. I did think, like, the enter your birth date and pick a symbol was pretty funny. Very, very weird. But yes. But yeah. Out. So the ride is just... Like, I I find it hard to believe anything will ever top this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, because it is so long... It is so crazy for the entire length of, of its runtime, basically, except for like the breather you get during the mid course break run, which isn't even a break run because you never it never or at least when I was I was on it, it never stopped. You, you hit the brakes um, or with even air slowed time. down. You hit the brakes. Yeah. with Airtime. And then you you don't slow down at all. It's insane. Um, but yeah, it's just like like I'm when it comes to the coasters, give me airtime over anything else. Um, and. I felt like my butt was touching the seat maybe 40% of the time on that ride. Mm-hmm. Um, it's incredible. It's just start to finish. You're, you can't help but have a smile on your face. I think it has my favorite inversion I've ever experienced, which is that second inversion where it like it like corkscrews you three quarters of the way and then brings you back to like kind of the way you were starting. Um, it took how many? I think we wrote it what four times. Uh, we wrote three. it three times. I want to say. Okay, I, it wasn't until like the third time that I really understood what it was doing, um, and like I was like, oh, okay, I get it, I get it, and I love it. Um, the whole section underneath the old mean streak, you know, supports where you're just like have no idea what's coming next, and. You don't know, you know. There's parts where it feels like you don't know if you're upside down or right side up or what. But like, man, it's it's a trip. Mm-hmm. It's it's a it's a fantastic ride. Still, still one of the best. Still my favorite. Um, I think it's worth a trip to Cedar Point alone just to ride it. And I think getting Fastlane Plus, so you could ride it again and do all the oh, other yeah. rides during the day, is honestly worth it. It's that good of a ride. No, absolutely. You need like you can't go there and not ride it more than once. Yeah, because <laughs> we. I mean, we would have we rode it twice at the very end of the day, and I will. I could have ridden it four or five more times. Mm-hmm. Like we rode it that the first you know thing in the morning when it opened, and then two times at the end of the day, and I could have gone more than two. And it sucks. Uh, the park. Uh, didn't stay open later, so we could ride it at night, which I think is one of the uh, coolest ways wow. to do it. Because then the whole structure's lit up, and it's so cool. We were already getting midges uh, in our face on our second ride, so maybe <laughs> yeah. it was for the best. Yes. Um, but yeah, and, you know, after we rode Steel Vengeance, we got some snacks and hung out a little bit before we did some of the other smaller stuff in that area, which I was very impressed with. Is it Frontier Town? Yeah, Frontier that Town. Called? Yeah, I was very impressed with Frontier Town. Very, very we, nice theme. We went to a, a proper saloon with what with the pushing doors. I yeah, I was very surprised that like behind those pushing doors was like 
legit looked like a saloon. It there's <laughs> not like not, not like, like a cedar in, fair, not like a cedar fair bar with a drop down ceiling. <laughs> right, right. Um, like it, there's it, there is actual legit theming in that area, and um, it's done very well. Uh, you know, exposed steel be damned. Um, I was very impressed. And the whole setup there looked really cool for the festival too. Yeah, we <laughs> we we talked that that morning because the the festival didn't start until I think like two, right? Yeah. Um, and we're like, oh, we'll definitely come back and you know get some stuff. And yeah, that never happened. But um, it it looked cool. They were bringing like actual legit smokers out for the barbecue, and um, there the, the menus looked interesting. It was all based around like cherry stuff, which I thought was a little odd, but. The menus looked interesting. Um, yeah, good on good on Cedar Fair for putting on what looks like a great a decorations, good, a lot of yeah. live, lot of live entertainment. Yeah, we did see some of that later on. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of live musical acts, um, but yeah, it was cool. Um, we did their Mine Train, the Cedar Creek, which was not as good as Adventure Express. No, um, it's definitely the step up from when you're done with the kid kid coasters. Yeah, and you go to a big boy coaster. That you're like your yeah. one. The girl, like the little girl in front of us with her dad, were, was having a great time. So mm-hmm. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not gonna say it's a bad ride. It's just it's not Adventure Express. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we tried to do the new boat ride. <laughs> so I got. So this is where I call out Andrew Hyde a little bit. He's giving me <laughs> shit. He's like, oh, I don't think Joe's gonna do it. Like we, I'm taking a bet because like it's not the big thing. And I'm like, well, I'm here with someone new who's never been here and we need, we want to do all the major coasters. So like if I was here alone, yeah, I'd wait for it. But I'm like, Sean. And so I'm like, okay, let's, let's try it. And we waited 50 minutes for this thing only for it to break down on us. Yeah. How does a boat ride break down? I don't know. We tried, we tried, we did try. We tried. So as far as I care, it, it, that counted. (laughs) We tried, (laughs) we tried and we waited. It's not like we tried five minutes. We tried 50. So I don't know what to tell y'all. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we were like relatively close to getting into maybe to the pre-show. Yeah, apparently. Um, there's a pre-show. And, and I lo- I looked it up. It's weird, but there's a pre-show. Next time. Next time. Next year. Um. Yeah, we did Gemini. I was very impressed with Gemini. Mm-hmm. I liked Gemini a lot. Um, I was expecting that ride to be rough, I guess. Um, just because the way it looks. Um, but it was a lot of fun. I really liked Gemini. Um, same with Magnum. Magnum was fun. Lots of good airtime, a little, a little rougher than I was expecting. Um, but you know, that was the first hyper, right? That was the first hyper. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I liked it. It was fun. Um, it's not, I wouldn't put it, you know, anywhere near the top of my list, but it was a good time. Solid ride. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in almost any other park, that would be one of the top, like three rides, four rides, right? <laughs> because like, it's your uh, point, <laughs> like a, a Dorney or uh steel force is one of the, you know, if top you put, two rides. If you put, if you put like, Ma- if you put Magnum in Kings, like in Kennywood, it'd be the number one ride. Well, I, I would, I would say, I, I mean, I think it no. would be up there, but I mean, it's, no. it's that kind of ride. So Phantom is, would still be better. Okay. Interesting. Oh, you're you're nuts. <laughs> probably, probably. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm thinking what else? What else? Oh, Blue Streak 
flu streak is fine. Yeah, it's an old it's an old Woody. You know, we did. Oh, Cedar Downs. Great mm-hmm. time. I was that was like one of one of that may be one of my favorite flat rides I've ever ridden just because of how like let Meg know that I she love, appreciate it. Well, I love like the actual like um, race audio playing during it. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. I was just expecting like normal carousel music, but the, playing like the actual like race, the Bel- I think it's the Belmont um, yeah. audio in the background. That's really cool. That's very creative. Um, like I said, Raptor, um, my my B and M inverteds are 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 my bane, but it was I still liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, although that I I think I prefer Banshee to that. Um, I felt like Banshee felt a little bit more creative. Granted, I think Raptor Raptor was really creative and then it got replicated a bunch. Right. It's basically the problem. It was, it was the progenitor to a lot of the, uh, the designs that B&M did that they just got bigger and, you know, crazier. Yeah. You can see the Raptor DNA in say like Alpengeist, for example. Right. Right. Um, Rougarou was a ride. It's a, it's a perfectly fine B and M floorless coaster. Yeah, it's nothing. Got, it's nothing to write home about. But it's again, it's in Cedar Point, so right. it, it automatically is like it, almost in almost any other park that would have been like a top two or three coaster. But yeah, it's like it's. Point. I did like the uh, that slanted loop. I thought that was just yeah. a cool visual. Um, what am I forgetting? Oh, you're forgetting a few rides. Oh yeah. Um, Gatekeeper, I really like Gatekeeper. Gatekeeper's um, good. I like Gatekeeper a lot more than I like Wild Eagle. Um, <laughs> I can't, I can't refer to Wild Eagle anything other than Wild Eagle. Um, I thought Gatekeeper had some was much more. I mean, I thought it was much more intense than Wild Eagle was. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it has more creative elements. I like the keyholes. Yeah. I like the first drop. The keyholes are cool. Yes. Yeah, I really yeah. like the first drop, just hanging you out there, especially on that one side on the front row. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, <clears throat> you're just kind of hanging um, there in the middle. You're just like, okay. Yeah, it's it's. I thought it was really good. Um, and you know, next door is Wicked Twister, which is a thing that exists. Um, I understand that there's probably not much that can fit in that space, but um, mm-hmm. I'm amazed at rides like that where like. You have what three or four launches, and like uh, what four or five free falls, and like you feel absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. You feel no force. You feel no like sensation whatsoever. It is just a thing that, you go through. That and the um, that and, and Max Air are very much the in response to uh in the response in response to somebody in response to uh. Uh, Six Flags Ohio and Kings Island rides because Six Flags Ohio added their impulse and then Cedar Point one and one and then Kings Island added their Hus tops uh, Hus uh, Frisbee and then Cedar Point one and one. But like so that's that's kind of the responses, quote unquote. Yeah, but even Max Air, like I, Grant, I assume obviously Max Air is the same as um, it's Delirium and Kings Island, right? Yeah, yeah, like at least those you feel weightlessness. You feel nothing on it on Wicked Twister. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's that's one that obviously it's in a spot where like not much could go there. So who knows if they'd ever, you know, when they replace it, what it would be replaced by. But that's one that could go away and I would not mm-hmm. miss it. 
Um, trying to think what I'm missing, Joe. You're missing Topo Dragster. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's... That's... It's a rush. Mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like it's not going to be many people's favorite roller coaster, but it's a it's a good rush. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Corkscrew. Oh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. That, that one just got banged out of my brain. That's why I forgot about it. Um, okay, I appreciate the history. Um, but... Arrow, good God, how long? How did you survive as long as you did? Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) you know, at least it's that one's short and sweet, rather than uh, the old Great American Scream Machine at Six Flags Great Adventure. That I'm pretty sure, you know, definitely knocked quite a few brain cells out of my head back in the day. Uh, That was like one of the big, big loopers. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Cedar Point blew me away. I, I definitely. Cannot wait to go back to Cedar Point. Yep. Um, and, and we also went to Melt again. Yeah. As you mentioned. Yeah. Which is good. Melt's delicious. I Cedar Point, I would maybe put as like my third favorite park I've ever been to. Okay. Um, like I'm I, I'm blown away by A, we had Fast Lane Plus. Mm-hmm. Um and I felt like so you know for those that don't know, Fastlane Plus is basically Express Pass at Universal, um, where you don't, you know, unlimited, get in front of the line, you know, not front of the line, but Fast Pass all day. Um, and I felt like I did not have enough time there. Granted, hours are shorter right now than they probably normally would have been. But um, yeah, I'm, I very rarely do I, do I feel like I go to a, a park and I'm rushed. Um, especially when I have the, the, you know, the, the fast lane or fast pass or express pass or whatever, you you know, whatever, whatever park calls it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt like I did not have enough time at Cedar point. Mm-hmm. I think the, um, we, we also didn't do everything. Like we, no, there, there's still several coasters we didn't do. Um, we didn't do iron dragon is the big one that stood out. Um, there's plenty of rides we wanted to do again, plenty of flat rides we didn't do. Yeah. We didn't do. I mean, there's a lot of flat rides we didn't do. We didn't do the the train. It, it, so there, there's just a lot of stuff we didn't get to do, and it's definitely a, a two day park in, in in the fullest sense of the word. At least I would say at least, and I would say two day park with you need fast lane at least one of those days. Because mm-hmm. I got you know when we were there, Vengeance Steel Vengeance was like a two and a half hour wait. Mm-hmm. Um. So like. <laughs> Without Fastlane, we would not have been doing that as as much as we did, um, or as much as the other stuff as we did, because we would have been in line for two and a half hours for one ride on Vengeance. So, yeah, it's a it's an it's a great park. Frontier Town is awesome. Um, I would love to like, especially if I went back during you know this festival or whatever, um, just hang out in Frontier Town for a couple hours on 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 you know the second day or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, the you know whatever it's called the forbidden frontier adventure thing that wasn't even open when we were there um so you know that's another thing you could probably waste a few hours in if you wanted to Mm -hmm. um i'm i was i went in thinking i would enjoy cedar point but i was much more impressed with cedar point than i than i expected i would be um and i i definitely would love to go back for a you know at least two day trip 
I could even see three days. Mm-hmm. Um, just at Cedar Point. Um, and yeah, I would probably shell out the money to save breakers just for the convenience of being able to go back and forth and breakers also take a break. ha- yeah it, it also has just like you know it has the beach it has like a nice bar there you can chill right you know all that all that good stuff and right. I, I mean cedar point's one of my favorite parks it, it was my home park for a while absolutely love it to death it's it's phenomenal it's world class and i just uh, i mean there there were some problems this year like with you know they closed the lines early for yeah, example yeah Right. I don't want to say everything, you know, was perfect. The closing of the lines 40 minutes before the park closed feels very Bush League. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with no warning, I think is the big thing. If there was a sign or if there was an announcement throughout the day, like, hey, just letting you know, we will be closing queues 45 minutes before a park close. I don't think it would have felt as like, what the hell? Um, But when, you know, we got off Steel Vengeance for our last ride at like, what was it, like 730 probably? Yeah. Somewhere around there. And we went to go possibly get one more ride and then do Maverick. Well, when we got to the front, we saw that they they closed the line and people were pissed. Mm -hmm. People were pissed. Um and I don't bl- again, I don't blame them. Um, so we got our stuff and then went to go look at Maverick and Maverick was closed, too. And the, not, Steel Vengeance's line, when we were in it at the end there, was not very long. No. Um, so I f- again, like it, it, it felt cheap just to be like, no, we're, you know, lines closed. Um, and Maverick's line didn't look all that long either. Um, I get it. Things are a little tough right now with staffing for Cedar Fair, um, but it, it 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 left a bad taste in your mouth. Um, so it yeah it was it was not great. Mm-hmm. But and it, it felt especially weird because I didn't think operations were bad all day, um, other than the boat ride. But I'm not sure if that's the boat ride's fault or the the operations fault. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that, that closing of the line. I, again, I wasn't too like I was disappointed we didn't get another ride in Maverick, but like the I would say the quote unquote normies were very upset, and I don't blame them at all. Mm-hmm. We saw a lot of people complaining about it. A lot, yes. Anything else you want to add? Um, no, I just yeah, like I said, the the merch at both those parks were great. I I got a Cedar Point shirt, and I got a, a onesie for the baby. Um, I actually wish I wish I would have gotten another Cedar Point shirt. I might buy one online, um, but I do wish the Steel Vengeance merch wasn't all terrible. That one that was all pretty bad, I thought. But like the that's the, all the, that's all modern stuff. Yeah, all the retro stuff they had for Cedar Point was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I I I really I was talking to my friend today because we're. I bought my I bought a Six Flags season pass today since Jersey Devil opens this weekend, and I was talking to my buddy, and we're gonna go um, probably next Saturday to Great Adventure as long as the weather's nice. Um, and I was talking to him about Cedar Point. He's like, oh, I want to go. Let's go next year. So I and I would be all for that because I am I love it. I I would definitely want to go back if not next year, sometime very soon. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, yeah, and just maybe like go during the middle of the week or figure out another time to go or yeah, whatever. Yeah, a cheaper time. <laughs> Hopefully, when they're open on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm I'm blown away, and I, I recommend every you know if you I won't say everyone if you like coasters, you have to go to Cedar Point. There's mm-hmm. no question. Alrighty then. Uh, if there's nothing else you want to add, uh, I guess we'll just close out the podcast. Sounds well, good. Yeah, where does uh, I, I mean you you don't want anyone to find you online, so no. Yeah, don't don't find Sean. Uh, you can find me at Parkscope Joe on Twitter. You can find all of us at Parkscope on Twitter or Parkscope.net. Go leave us a, a review on uh, Apple Podcasts or if you can use Apple Podcasts. I don't know. I've heard it's been a mess recently. Uh, <laughs> go go um, <laughs> leave us a review. Uh, all that helps. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys later. And uh, thanks for listening. Sean, do you want to lead us out? Yeah, I don't even remember what we say now. Okay, well, we'll see you guys (laughs) later. Bye.